The banner headline reads, Nationalities Pageant, here. The date is Friday, April 27, 1951, and the paper is the Wilkes College Beacon. The accompanying article begins, Wilkes College again takes a first this Sunday evening, April 29th, when it will sponsor the first United Nationalities Pageant in Wyoming Valley. Eleven nationalities will be represented in the colorful affair, which is to take place at the gymnasium at 8 o'clock. The doors will be opened at 7 to enable the public to view the displays in the gym lounge. Mr. Robert Partridge, Activities Director, announced that the pageant has several purposes, the main one being that it will show how, out of a diversity of backgrounds, there has developed a cooperative spirit among groups. Also, the pageant will indicate the results of the cultural contributions of each group to the United States. The public is invited to attend. That was the announcement in April of 1951 of the first United Nationalities pageant at Wilkes College in Wilkes-Barre, the forerunner of what became the Fine Arts Fiesta, now in its 67th year on Public Square. And the theme for Fiesta this year circles back, in a way, to 1951. Fiesta together. Fiesta juntos. Fiesta together, Fiesta juntos, taking place this week, Thursday through Sunday, May 18th through the 21st. Marianne Fedrick has been with Fiesta for many years, and she is the current board president. Dr. Fedrick paid a visit to the WVIA studios to celebrate the arts on Public Square. It's officially spring, officially exciting to be outside and have the opportunity to just explore all the facets of art. You know, and most of our friends and and your listeners know that we are the oldest festival of its kind in Pennsylvania. This is our 67th year. And the original intent by Al Groh and Annette Evans was to present a free gift of the arts to the public. And so we have held on to that through these years. Now, obviously, if you want to, you can buy a piece of art or you can have a lovely, excitingly delicious thing to eat or, or some jewelry, whatever. But you can come with your family, yourself, and spend the whole afternoon and not spend a penny and just enjoy the music, the performances, the art exhibits, and the artist market, as we call it, and have a great afternoon. So it is still a free gift of the arts to the public. And that is their language, right? That was their That was their language, free gift of the arts. So we've been doing this for 67 years. There are only, as far as we can know, there are only two years that we never had it the year of the pandemic, and the year of the flood. And you are in a perfect location to draw us all in, right there in the heart right of... Right on Public Square in Wilkes-Barre. You know, um, we get a little cramped for space sometimes, but to move it someplace else would lose the ambiance, would lose the the feeling of being part of downtown Wilkes-Barre and the excitement of being in downtown in the city. And don't I remember, is it Alice Welsh Jenkins who has done that classic? There's a classic painting that she did of the Fiesta, which again, we're not quite sure of the year. It's probably late 50s, maybe early 60s. We still have postcards of it that we usually have at Fiesta if people are interested. It's a wonderful rendition of the early Fiesta. The colors are so bright. Exactly. Beautifully done. Beautifully done. 
And what is so important is always the concern that you all have for young people. You really want to make sure that the littlest ones right up right. to high school students are engaged. Uh, we've tried in the last few years actually to focus a little bit more on our children's programming and to be sure that we are making opportunities available. For a lot of times we've had a face painting. That's always free for the kids. We have a puppet theater. We have storytelling. And in the last four or five years, we've done what we call the children's art tent. And so we have painting supplies and coloring supplies there. And the children can just come in and do a make and take. And we have people volunteering. We've had Darlene Smith as a former art teacher, and she has come up with some projects and ideas for the, the children. And so that's open most of the time that we're open. We have another area that we call the Family Activity Center, which is run by Helen Grebsky. And she does other kinds of make and take things. This year, her focus is on the concept of together. She's doing music together, poetry together, culinary together. There are all kinds of different uh, activities uh, together that children and families can work on. And of course, we have the strolling artists. We have Flossie the Clown. I'm not even sure I can count how high and many years she's done that. Saskia, Mother Goose, and Laura Burton, the, the mime who travel the square just entertaining the children. As well as on the performing stage, we have lots of the dance troops and the high school concert orchestras or the high school choruses. So there's lots for children to be involved in. And of course, the student art show, which we have a wonderful amount of uh, entries for this year. But the exciting thing this year is we're very grateful to the Yellow Zinnia Foundation. They have made a generous contribution of sponsorship and naming so we now have the Yellow Zinnia Junior Senior High School Exhibit and the Yellow Zinnia Artist Market. And so we're really grateful to them for their support and their encouragement of our activities. So that's one different thing this year. We also know that you have a theme, an umbrella theme you were talking about together with Helen Grebsky. And that is the theme this year. The theme this year is Fiesta Together. Fiesta Juntos, trying to recognize the diversity in our community and also the diversity of the arts. Our mission statement talks about providing a diversity of the arts so people can experience music, painting, photography, arts and crafts, dance, whatever it might be, that arts is a broader concept. Again, so often things come full circle in celebrating that diversity. We remember that at the start, Fiesta was talking about the pageant of nations, right? It was about an, it was about international art and international culture in some of its early days. That's correct. That's how Valgro and Annette Evans' early iterations of the Fiesta were international in nature. And then it evolved to other things over the years. And so it's exciting to recognize that after 67 years, some of that history and legacy is, is still there. And we're trying to maintain that as we move forward. We have four artists in residence, painters. They're all painters, actually. Some local, some not so local. One of the artists in residence is a man named Frank Romeo. He and his associates are presenting a documentary at the Kirby on Friday night a walk with Frank. He is a veteran who has had significant issues with PTSD and has used art as his way to get over that. And so he's going to be one of our artists in residence, Mary Lou Steinberger, Ed Dillon, and David Corrado. So that's a little different. We usually have one artist in residence, but we're going to have four this year. 
it is a pair of brothers from Myers High Correct. School who come from this area, gone off to make their careers. Is it, is it Matt and Ryan? I yes. Think? Matt and Ryan. And I've spoken to them. And so Frank is actually going to be on the square, but the guys are going to be there too. We're going to have displays of his art. They're going to have a display in the Kirby lobby, but we're also going to have some pieces on the square and he will be there to talk. Part of the idea of having artists in residence is that they can give almost like a master class. They can talk about their art. They can interact with the people visiting us. And so we're looking forward to that. I think that Fiesta brings people out and people communicate. And, you know, we hear stories about, I went here when I was a child and my parents took me when I was a child. Now I'm taking my children. Or my grandparents took me as a little kid. Now I'm taking my grandchildren. You know, stories like that. People reminisce. We, we met with a group of young people and all of them said, we came as kids. And one girl said, and I danced on that stage. So it has a meaning. Everybody has different memories or, or recollections of it. And I think that's what it's all about, making memories. You all joke, and it's a longstanding joke about the weather. Uh, but, but you have to tell us, how do you all think about the weather? Well, yeah. everybody says we want good weather. And certainly we do want good weather. And I have, I have a couple of takes on that. Even if it's raining a little bit, our visitors are so, our guests are so loyal, they'll come. Even if it's raining a little bit. You also don't want it to be 95 degrees because then people aren't going to come out in the heat. And you know, everybody says, oh, it always rains for fiesta. No, <laughs> it doesn't. It does rain. We've had rain. And you know, we've had maybe one year, two years, we've had so much rain. We had to close for a little while or you might get a violent thunderstorm. But my take on it is I've been doing this so long. I've been sunburned more than I've been wet. <laughs> so that's, that's my take on it. <laughs> it's sort of an urban myth. <laughs> Marianne Frederick. She's been with Fiesta for years, and she's been sunburned more than she's been wet. What a delight. She is current board president of the Fine Arts Fiesta, and she's been speaking with us about Fiesta Together, Fiesta Juntos. And that's Thursday through Sunday this week, May 18th through the 21st, on Public Square in downtown Wilkes-Barre. For more information on the web, fineartsfiesta.org fineartsfiesta.org Gina Malski and Carl Ockhammer Jr. are Fiesta board members and they've joined together and that's that key word together as the Performing Arts Committee and they stopped in to fill us in. My history with the Fiesta goes back to when I was a dancer. So, you know, I danced at Fiesta and it just brings a lot of really professional, local entertainment to the stage for the community to see for free, which is what it's all about. I have to say, I, I feel that I took the easy route. The bands, the high school bands and the middle school bands and the dancing studios is my comfort zone. So I kind of program the afternoon up until when it gets into the real stuff and the real stuff is what Carl did. Why would you value this experience for the students you work with? Well, being the director at the Dance Theater Wilkes-Barre, we're going to be performing on Saturday, May 20th at one o'clock. Even though we're getting ready for an original ballet of Thumbelina, what I bring to Fiesta is I have some of my students do some self-choreography. So it's really one of the only times they get the opportunity to actually have an audience see it. So it's really exciting to them. It's really exciting to the parents where they can invite friends and family and teachers and everybody to come and see it. They get to do a little bit more than ballet. You know, that's my forte and that's what you'll see in our 
actual performance. But when we get to festivals like the Cherry Blossom Festival, the Fine Arts Fiesta, the kids really get to dance out of their comfort zone. So it's it's a unique performance for them. The parents love it and they love it. So uh, it's really a time for the dancers to shine. Cameras, many cameras, right? Yes, always. Lots of cameras and videos and phones now, and you name it, it's out there. And we have a great new performing space, you know, provided by the city. The city of Wilkesbury has been extremely accommodating with us. They're potting all kinds of new flowers and pavers, and we have a new. Uh, we're trying to figure out the actual name of it. It's not a band shell. It's not. Uh, we just call it our new performing arts venue, and. Hopefully, uh, it'll have a concrete name at some point, but uh, we're excited to get everybody on there to perform. And Carl, what did you decide would be important to bring to Fiesta this year? Well, after after presenting Bonsai there, and I'll still be there this year, probably for 12 to 15 years, I can't remember now. I think with my music background, we fit in booking some of the bands. The Spin Doctors are happening Friday night. You know, legendary recording artists, that should bring a ton of people down. We have uh, another local group called the Brendan Brisk Band. They're uh, Saturday afternoon, right before the Cavalcade All-Star Jazz Band, directed by Marco Marcinko, and he does the Scranton Jazz Festival. So he's bringing down a probably 20-person band, going to do a lot of old-school swing, Glenn Miller. So we're inviting all the swing dancers out there to come out and uh, perform for us. You, know, you don't have to schedule it, just show up and jam to the band. And let me do a footnote there. When, he, when I hear that the band is called Cavalcade, that is probably a nod to the original jazz festival in downtown Wilkes-Barre. There's a plaque right there near where you're performing where his father and my father took part in what is said to be the very first jazz festival in the country that preceded the Newport Jazz Festival. And the event was called the Cavalcade of Dixieland Jazz. And we were talking about dance with you, Gina, and you talked about swing dancing. Carl, I suppose people would want to dance the spin doctors maybe too in the aisles, you think? Absolutely. Right in front of the stage and the awning, every should be enough area for people to dance, but I think we're going to set up in, in between the, the chairs. Should be plenty of room for dancing. Yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. There is another dance component that's going to be happening on the last day of Fiesta, Sunday, May 21st at 2.45. This came about in um, a downtown artistic forum meeting. Mary Therese Beeble, who we all know from the Times Leader, she used to dance with the Contra dance. And so the Contra Rebels will be there, and we're going to do a kickoff there, and hopefully we'll have these dancers, we'll have a caller and the whole bit and the band. So that's when we hope that we'll get some more dancers out there. So uh, we, we hope that it's going to be an annual thing that we will keep on doing it every year. And as a musician, Carl, it doesn't hurt to point to the fact that the people who do the sound for Fiesta have been there year after year, and they know the situation, they know the demands of getting a balance when it's outside. Absolutely. A big shout out to Mike Pienta. He's going to be the stage manager, and he takes care of all that stuff. He's got all our layouts for getting people on and off the stage in due time. Hopefully that works out well. And Friday, Saturday, he's got a lot of work to do. Sunday mellows out a little. The groups are a little smaller, but uh, we have the NEPA Philharmonic Brass Quintet coming down. Nancy Sanderson was able to set that up for us. It's a pretty nice uh, gift. We have another brass group on Sunday that's going to close the festival. A bunch of musicians I've played with, the Grazioso Brass Band, about a 10-piece band, that's going to close out the festival Sunday afternoon. Jeff Lease, my friend, is putting that all together, and uh, should be a fun Sunday. And just to give a little shout-out to Carl... 
So on Sunday, to open up the fiesta on the 21st, Carl will be doing the national anthem on trumpet. So uh, I'm excited to uh, hear him play. And then there's three other staples that I must say that a lot of people from the community ask, you know, about, will the mime be there? Will Flossie the Clown be there? Will the Goose Lady be there? And it's yes, yes, yes. They come back every year, and uh, I think the people that come to Fiesta really look for them, and they're strollers, and they walk around. So when you get down there, if you want to get your picture taken with them, you'll be sure to see them. Yeah, so it's the uh, 67th year of this festival, as uh, Marianne talked to you about. And uh, one of the best things about it is where can you take your family, even just a date or your family out for free entertainment, uh, free art, just uh, there's tons of stuff for the kids to do. It's, you know, four days of music, art, and just fun and entertainment for uh, the whole family. Carl Ockhammer Jr. and Gina Malski, Fiesta board members, together they have formed the Performing Arts Committee this year, and they've been talking about the Performing Arts on Public Square as the 67th annual Fine Arts Fiesta takes place and opens tomorrow. It's Fiesta Together, Fiesta Juntos, and it will be Thursday through Sunday, May 18th through the 21st. As we've heard, at 7 o'clock this Friday, it's the Spin Doctors. They'll be dancing in the aisles. And Saturday, the headliner at 7.30, the Cavalcade All-Star Big Band with Marco Marcinko and so much more. Contra dancing on Sunday afternoon, brass music, the Northeastern Pennsylvania Philharmonic Brass Players, and all this you can find online at fineartsfiesta.org. And as we heard from Marianne Frederick, the visual arts are there in great form. The arts market around the outside perimeter, there are jury shows in tents, and you fineartsfiesta.org, dates, times, and events, and also the opportunities to sample some of the wonderful cuisine. You can have fineartsfiesta.org online, and we hope to see you there because WVIA, starting tomorrow, will be at our tent on Public Square in Wilkes-Barre, and we'll be doing live reports on Thursday and Friday. So we hope you'll stop at the WVIA tent and help us celebrate our 50th anniversary. fineartsfiesta.org.